guys, welcome to 12 Questions. There's a cat eating the recorder. Is <laughs> what just happened? Uh, uh, <laughs> typical cats. Typical you know. cats. It's sandwiches. Uh, we're recording from a new apartment. We're out of the bedroom, but hey. we're also out of the comedy store. Mm-hmm. We're in a living room. That's kitchen. right. Well, hey. A kitchen, a kitchen living space. We're in a tour. We're in a tour. Got to do what you got to do. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm here today with Alex, of course. Alex Young. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. And. And how would you like to identify yourself? You're welcome to identify yourself however you want. You can just call me Rick. Just Rick. <laughs> Rick. Just <Works> Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just Rick. Okay. Um, and Rick and I, uh, we go to the same home group together. That we do. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's a really fun, crazy Tuesday meeting. It's a lot of like rowdy, retired people, it feels like to me. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and like actors and... Uh, a few young people, not too many. A few. Um, We're just, probably like the youngest of the bunch. Yeah, we are the youngest <laughs> of the bunch. And I'm 35 going on 86. Heck, I'm so. about to be 38 in a month. Whoa! So. I know, well, right? old fucks. I yeah. know, right? How the fuck did that happen? How did this happen? <laughs> they don't tell you. They don't tell you, like, if you, you stay clean long enough, you're just going to get old. They yeah. Don't, they don't warn you. <laughs> yeah, they don't give you that they warning. They don't give you that warning. Like, hey, guys, just so you know, you're about to get old. And, uh-huh. like, was, like al- I was, was alcohol the, like, <laughs> the youth serum? That wasn't like, part like, of the yeah. deal. What the hell? Well, you just don't. Well, in a way, I mean, you don't become very emotionally mature when you're using. And, oh, then, and then you mm. don't really see that you look like an old catcher's mitt. You just yeah. think you look yeah. 20 five forever still crushing it exactly. still I'm, so, it. I'm so hot i'm so hot still you don't even like, know right no. now yeah where's exactly. my fedora <laughs> exactly where's my fedora oh that's so real that is so real you just came from a meeting right you were i came speaking? from a meeting yeah i was speaking uh at the bliss cafe today thanks to uh joe dosh shout oh, out to a uh, uh, shout out to this is this room has been making everyone say shout out today yeah, that's right that's right uh, we're all about the shout outs we're all so shout out so Oh, shout out um it went well it went well i i it was my second time speaking ever whoa. and i feel like I, I really nailed it wow. got some good laughs got some emotions going on i was really in tune with like my my whole my whole share my, my rock bottom rather and just seeing some more little small spots you know when you watch a TV show again and you, you see some certain like lines or scenes yeah. and you're like, wait, I don't remember that. Uh-huh. I, yep. I can't wait to hear you speak Ooh. because I was present for some of the rock bottomness. You mm-hmm. were texting me what was happening mm-hmm. and it was very funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Was, he ruined a wedding. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> my girlfriend's uh, best friend's wedding uh, was the one that I decided I was the man at. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I was uh-huh. like, ladies, suit is looking looking good hair is looking good worship me (laughs) it did not go over well it did not it (laughs) crashed and burned Mm. and i almost got my ass kicked by 17 asians oh wow that's very funny which feels like 12 asians but you know it's (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny oh god usually involves a chair flying around too we love to fight with chairs like the wwe absolutely absolutely chairs flying man just chairs yeah it's the (laughs) old joke like you 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 get into a fight with one asian you're about to get in fight with like 17 asians because they come out of nowhere like ninjas 
I used, <laughs> I used to work at this rehab where everybody was uh, sort of divided between their um, their programs. And so I got teamed up with this real young guy nobody wanted to work with. And his name, his name was Jeff. And Jeff would walk up to me at the beginning of my shift and go, Hey, Anna, I was at a fight last night and an NA meeting broke out. Whoa. <laughs> and I'd go, were you wearing your sweater vest? I wow. heard that's all you guys are allowed to wear. What? <laughs> what kind and of Stafford uh, husband type meeting? Yeah, I know. Seriously, <laughs> kind of how it is? is, but we were just working off of each other's uh, program stereotypes, <laughs> and it was real fun. It was, it was like it's sort of like racism, but like yeah. post-stepism uh, is basically is what mm, it is. Course. There you um, go. There you go. Um, you're with you're with the fucking jocks of sobriety, aren't exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> right. You're with us. Like, high school doesn't stop. Nope. And high school doesn't. Um. Well, on a good day, it doesn't. I heard somebody share in the meeting yesterday. He was like, you know, these motherfuckers will talk about you in here. I want to get some of those guys on this podcast. Oh yeah. I know, right? Just like old cholos for days. <laughs> oh, that'd be that'd hilarious. Be so much fun. Oh god, I love it. But you're gossiping, glorias. Basically, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, but it's a, it's a great experience. I'm so glad that I met you, and that was really. I have to tell you, the reason why I went to that meeting was I woke up one morning and I was, I'd been going to meetings sporadically throughout the valley, but I hadn't found one I really liked. Mm-hmm. And my sponsor was like, "Go to a meeting. You're really crazy." And I walked up to my into my kitchen, and I opened the cabinet, and I was out of coffee. And so she just texted me. So I looked up the closest meeting with the hopes that there would be coffee. Perfect. (laughs) And I went to get a cup of coffee. (laughs) And that was it. And little did you know. Little did I know that it was like a very solid meeting with a lot of people with like so much time and Mm. so much fun. And was the coffee good? Coffee's pretty solid. I mean, it's made in coffee. Not true. It's not like, I mean. Like Maxwell House or some shit. There's exactly. different, there's it's like a different category. Here, you know? Yeah, there's a different. I, I always get weirded out when I'm at like, when I worked in treatment, I would have to take my clients to these like Malibu meetings and, you know, more power to you, attraction rather than promotion. I get it. But they'd have like bagels and locks and what? like Starbucks coffee and what? multiple flavored creamers. And I was like, and yeah, guys. Most just, problems. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know, um, there's, they're living the dream out there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're uh, getting a full spread. There you go, Malibu. I know, right? Jeez. Exactly. What you go, boo? Making it look sexy, <laughs> right? So, all right. So we're gonna get into these questions. You ready? Let's do this. Yeah. We just both talked about ourselves a lot. Is there anything you want to say? <laughs> yeah, there was. So we, this is a, a podcast bit, yeah. about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about me, jeez. You want to say about like where? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the first question. How do you experience surrender? Okay. Or how did you experience surrender? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, actually, what kind of it didn't really get me into the rooms, but what kind of made me realize that I needed to change something was uh, one night I was hanging out at this bar that I was literally hanging out at every day at this point in my life. And you were a bartender at this point in your life, right? Uh, yes. So you're working as a bartender and yes. hanging out at a different bar? Yes. Wow. Duh. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we do. Uh, for the craft. <laughs> and, uh, but the thing was, I started hanging out at that place because my sister would run the karaoke that they had there. Oh, during the week yeah. so that's what got me there initially okay. then i got to know everybody you know became a freaking regular even though i live i was still living out here in north hollywood but the bar is all the way in freaking altadena oh you would so, go to altadena i would Jesus. go to altadena yeah 
That's quite a drive. It was not a, a short drive for, no. for fuck's sake. Um, no. So, yeah, the, I'm there this one day and I'm literally there all day. Um, sun's out. Yeah, the sun's out when I got there. Sunset by the time I left. Gotcha. And I was by the time by that time I was like, okay, I think I've probably had enough. I could probably go home now. Um, and I was I was wasted. And you um, would drive back. Yeah, okay. yeah. But at this particular day, my one friend uh, said I could crash at his place, literally like two blocks down the street. Sandwiches, sandwiches. Friends. <laughs> Cat's um, clawing at his eye. I'm sorry, don't let it. If he claws you, I'll spray him. I'm so sorry. It's my roommate's cat, and he's uh, he's precocious. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the story. So though. sorry. No worries. <laughs> I uh, he proceeds to offer to let me crash at his place, and like I said, it was only like two blocks down the street. I could walk there, but being the uh, I don't even know what to call it. Well, just being me, being me. I was like, no, no, thanks. I'll be fine. I wasn't fine. I ended up crashing my car on the freeway on the ride home because okay. I fell asleep at the wheel. Man. Uh, right by where the 134 and the 5 meet each oh, other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was going under that, right under the 5 where the... That's, Edward, a, that's like where, that's like freeway soup over there. That's pretty much. Like, if, you're not, if you're not a Los Angeles person, it's like a very tall overpass and there's like a lot of... Right? No, that's where... That's um, a, yeah, no, that's a different place, but still a difficult. It's yeah, dicey. yeah. Anything so dicey. with the one thirty four is a fucking big. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, I fell asleep at the wheel, and where the one thirty four kind of turns to the right, I didn't, and I went straight head on into the center concrete divider. Was in the far left lane, ended up in the freaking right hand shoulder. Whoa. Car was a freaking mess. I only ended up with a couple of burns from the airbags. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, and Lucky. thankfully, nobody else was near me, so there was oh, nobody God. else involved. Yeah, thank God, right. exactly. Oof. That's something I think my higher power for every day still. Airbags. That I didn't hurt anybody else, you know, um, let alone myself. Yeah. Um, so police ended up coming. I ended up getting arrested. I ended up, uh, what did they, they ended up charging me with uh, wet and reckless. Which is Ooh, like wet and reckless. That's a fun one. A so half not, step below not, a DUI. Yeah, because you didn't <laughs> hurt anybody else, and they didn't catch you actually drinking exactly, or catch you yeah. driving. It was after yeah. the fact. It was after the fact. Trixie. Yeah. Trixie. So, it, like I said, it's like see what you did half there. a step under that DUI. Okay. And I kind of thought to myself after all that was, you know, done with and everything. I don't know how the hell this happened, but I didn't end up going to jail. Damn. Yeah. Uh, they it took like freaking four hours for them to get blood work done. So by the time they, I think they were just fed up with the whole mess. So right. you were like, halfway to Mexico by then. Yeah, exactly. They're like, "Do you have anybody we can like you can call?" You just home? Yeah, and I'm like, "Yes, I do." Thankfully, his friend picked up. You know, they dropped me off, and she drove me home. But uh, after all that, I kind of said to myself, "Okay, I think I kind of need to change something here." This this isn't going to keep working, you know. Um, and that same friend, actually, that they dropped me off to, uh, suggested that maybe I check out an NA meeting. Love it. Oh. Um, and this was actually, too, after she had started a, uh inpatient program for herself. So, oh, so she was in inpatient after? Was this just this was after, after This was out? after okay. the accident yeah. and all this. This was like a few months after, I think, something like that. Um, Did you have insurance on the car? Yes. 
Good. The, thankfully, yeah, I got yeah. it. Was obviously, you know, the total, you know, they they, they yeah. gave me a check and they're like, here you go. Yeah. So Ooh. that was fine and good. And I ended up getting a, you know, decent card now that I have now with it. It's lovely. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. Good. Thank you. It is new, no 2002 grandma, previously grandma owned Toyota Prius missing a mirror, but it was a nice car. In <laughs> champagne, none of the champagne, nonetheless. Because only old ladies get champagne cars. Of course. I mean, what else? <laughs> That's just what they do. So, and but when she suggested it, I was like, eh, okay, I'll think about it. You know, because I didn't think of myself, I didn't think I had a problem. You know, I thought to myself, oh, okay, you know, if I really want to stop, I can. Yeah. You know, uh, but and the truth was I could, I could stop. I just couldn't stay stopped. Right. Mm. You know, because like if I tried, I could put four days together. Maybe. Was it the emotions would get too real or the. Um, no, I don't know. If it was about the emotions getting too real for me and all that. It was just the fact that I just liked the feeling of being high. I'm not going to lie. That's yeah. what it was, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed after those like three or four days, I turned, I turned into an irritable motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like if I didn't have that stuff in me, Oh, watch out. The littlest thing would set it's me like, off. Hi Rick. How's it going? <laughs> I'm fine. Fuck you. Like yeah, pretty, much, pretty much. Where's my pipe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just shut up and give me my pipe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So then, um, I think it was about a couple weeks after that, that initial suggestion from my yeah. friend. Um, I was in a parking lot of another bar, surprise, surprise, um, smoking with my friends, and I got a phone call from this friend. And I could hear in her voice just how happy she was already. And she'd only been doing this for like, I don't know, three weeks, not wow. even a month. And I could, I, I could hear the change in her voice. And all I could think to myself was after we hung up the phone was, "What the fuck are you doing, Rick?" Yeah, you know, well, like I'm, I'm, I hadn't changed a damn thing. So I decided to check out a meeting. What was your that poison, night. by the way, for our listeners? It was uh, mainly marijuana, mm-hmm. but other things were sprinkled in there as well. All right, all um, right. a little bit of coke, um, some other psychedelics, mushrooms, uh, acid as well, as you mm-hmm. do. You know, yeah. And I like that because most people assume that NA is the fellowship for people heroin only. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, you if you didn't our, do heroin, oh no, yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. And you, uh-huh. but also when you look at our history or people who are like, I don't really qualify for that fellowship. I'm, I didn't really, I'm not like that. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. well, you know, if you look at our history, they wanted to call it Addiction Anonymous. It was just mm. taken. Mm-hmm. You can't have two AAs. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that wouldn't work. So they went with the most prevalent one at the time. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's one of those things of, uh, I like I like that you shared that because then it kind of gives some people like, oh, is this a place that could work for me? You mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. there, are, there are substance uh, specific fellowships that there know, are, right, obviously, yeah. and stuff, but like, um, and you know whatever whatever gets it done, yeah. whatever keeps you from crashing your car on the one thirty four. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> recovery is recovery in my book. You know yeah. the twelve steps yeah. are the twelve steps. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Get it however you need it. Exactly. exactly. You know. There you go. Yeah. So and it was funny too. Like you know you mentioned all that because uh, when I went to that first meeting and I was hearing people share, I was like, holy crap! 
like my story wasn't half as bad as some of this like oh. even like a third mm-hmm. if, if that you know right. i'm like holy shit yeah. cautionary like, tales left guns, and right man. yeah exactly like do thing. i really belong here <laughs> right you know but you know and it was funny too because at the break in that meeting uh i you know this guy walked up to me and introduced himself and he asked me the same question he's like you know what was your drug of choice and i told him it was marijuana and he stopped for a second he's like oh just marijuana but then he caught himself and he was like, no, 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 no. That's not cool. He's like, whatever got you here, it doesn't matter what it was. Yeah. You know? And he was, he, you know, apologized and was like, you know, it's, it, I'm sorry and all that. Yeah. You know, and I, that's, that's true. It's not necessarily the specific drug that got you there. It's where those drugs took you. And it's the feelings. And the, exactly. And the feelings that it. And why you were mm-hmm. seeking that feeling. Exactly. Yeah. So the real surrender for me. I don't think actually happened until I was already clean for, I was abstinent for two months because I wasn't really working a program at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really have a sponsor yet. Wasn't working any kind of steps. I was How just, does that feel by the way? You know, it was different. I mean, I was going to meetings regularly, yeah. so I was doing that part. So you're in that weird nether space between surrender and work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is kind of a chore at this point, but like, I like physically I started feeling better, you know, because I wasn't, you know, relying on the drugs to keep me, you know, numb pretty much at that point. The cloud slowly lifting. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, literally the cloud (laughs) around my head was, you know, clearing up. So, um, it wasn't until I think it was, this was a, I don't even want to call her an ex-girlfriend because, the relationship we had was not a boyfriend girlfriend relationship. I don't even know what the hell kind of relationship it was. Anyway, wet and reckless. <laughs> wet and hey, reckless. Hey, hey. Oh, that I was waiting to use it. God damn oh, you! <laughs> that was too perfect. You beat me to the punch. God yeah. damn it! Very good. That was Very perfect. good. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna use that from now on. It's the name of your country album, baby. <laughs> right. That's oh, too good. So sh- this girl calls me. Actually, no, she texted me. To do her amends to me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, so on one hey, hand, well, okay, hey. she's making the amends. Yeah. I get that. Um, but what it was what she actually said in the amends that just made me flip my fucking lid. I like I said, was working was she a program. On her eighth step. Well, no, I guess step? she was on her ninth step at that was point because she, really she was. Though? Because you know how some people, when they first get in the program, they read the steps on the wall and then they go, oh, I'm going to start making some Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to start. Yeah. 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 Uh, so public service announcement. If you're not on the eighth and ninth step with a sponsor and you're not working carefully with that sponsor, don't make an amends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Yes, you, exactly. If you're a dick, practice a, a 10 step and like say, hey, I was a dick. How can I make it right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, don't. So now that you bring that up, I'm not sure she Don't actually make a was event, technically. Because she was kind of new, right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. the thing was too, from what I remember, she had told me that she did kind of blow through all the steps really quickly. Uh, apparently, yeah. that's according to her, anyway. Mm-hmm. So either way, she was making this amends to me, mm-hmm. and what she had told me, the gist of it was, she, um, the relationship that we had was based on the fact that we were using together, uh, I would provide her with the drugs, and she would use me for meaningless sex. Okay. Tight. Yeah. 
and you were an object this yeah and this was a girl that i thought i was in love with who i thought loved me and then when this happened i was like fuck this you're gonna hear it from me and she did oh man (laughs) um i kind of let loose a little bit and afterwards i kind of realized i was like huh i really can't control other people places and things that's kind of what really solidified it for me that second part of the first step. Um, and do it, man. I, Matters of the heart. That's yeah. where it really hurts. Finance and romance, two things that'll take you out here. Mm-hmm. I've very much come to learn that. That's right. Um, so once that happened and I realized what like my part in that was, I kind of realized, yeah, okay, it's it's time to really give into this. And that's when the first step really kind of sunk in for me. And that's Love when it, it all kind of... yeah kind of really started from there, I guess. What would you say your most insane moment in and out of recovery was? Hmm. That sounds like that was kind of that moment. You hit that insanity. Yeah, I hit that wall and I was like, and I let her have it. I didn't hold back. I was pretty much like, fuck you. I don't ever want to talk to you again. Because you are the nicest person I've ever met. (laughs) Like, I lose my patience with our home group. As the GSR, I routinely have to be like, guys, you need to be quiet. <laughs> like, I need you to, it's like, you need to let me finish. You need to let me finish. Um, you are the most patient person in the world. I and have I my limits, though. I do. never want to see you that mad. <laughs> yeah, trust yeah, me. Because I'm sure it's like all of a sudden you're just like, <laughs> Yeah, and I get that from my dad. Mm-hmm. I will fully admit that because my dad, he's, he's a nice, calm guy. But if you turn that switch on him, ooh, watch out. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's sitting right there fully charged, ready to uh-huh. go that yeah. side. Because uh-huh. I feel like you, when you are so nice or people that are constantly nice, like I'm scared mm-hmm. of them. I'm like, something's something's up because you're not letting it out in healthy doses. Right. Yeah. So I think when the wrong trigger hits, you get all fucking like layers of that anger just get it all it just explodes exactly and then you spend twice as much time repairing everything that you've just done (laughs) okay pretty much could have just said like hey i'm not okay with that yeah yeah i could have just been like you know what that's not cool I appreciate you making the amends, but I'm still not cool with it. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll see you good. later. Yeah, I think yeah. you need to run that by another person. Yeah, it's like, I think you might <laughs> want to talk to your sponsor or another fellow addict. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Call a sponsor, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah might want to do that. Um, <laughs> so, that, so that was probably, that was definitely up there. I would say yeah. that for sure. Um, let me think. Um I mean, I've had other real, I've had some other real lows too. Mm-hmm. Um, not um, that happened to me specifically. I was, you know, a dear friend of mine passed away to this disease. Yeah. And uh, you knew her, Holly, yeah. right? Holly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew her. So uh, she was actually the same friend who did all my tattoos. Ah. Mm-hmm. So Rick's got sick sleeves, by the way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when I mean when she passed away, that oh Jesus Christ, it hit me like a freaking ton of bricks, like right in the fucking face. That was a big that hit the that was a big like one. a cannonball. Oh, it, it hit really yeah, did. everybody that knew her was just like, Oh my god, what? 
and yeah. it was for some people that was like the first the first big loss yeah when you have the first big loss it's that was and that's called. what it was for me it's 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 a deal you know it's mm-hmm. a good thing you have nice suits i was told when you <laughs> first get clean like to buy a very nice neutral dress because you're going to need it for weddings and funerals mm-hmm. and i've been to a ton of weddings and i've been to a ton of funerals yeah wow. and it's like it's always a good reminder that there's you know there's a lot of joy and love and progress and then this is also like a real serious situation too mm-hmm. yeah that's when your sobriety i feel is really tested mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's all fun and games and you're just like oh this is great i'm sober and then you're just like all the tools and everything comes into play yeah that's, when you yeah. when somebody dies clean it's like a beautiful thing i've seen that and mm-hmm. then when somebody dies because they relapsed it's it's hard it's emotional yeah yikes it's still beautiful in its own way because people still come together but it's mm-hmm. very emotional oh yeah it's mocos, it's not bubbles, the whole thing. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like oh, a Salvador yeah. Dali painting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and what made it even that much worse for me, for me too, was I got this text message from her father the morning of my natal birthday. Because it happened yeah. the day before my natal birthday is when yeah. she passed away. And I get this text message and I'm reading it. I'm thinking to myself, what? What? No. No. This is some yeah. kind of sick joke somebody's playing. I don't know how the hell they got this guy's phone number and they're texting me on this number, but what the... F- no, 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 no. Yeah. But then obviously the reality of it all set in and uh, I was... Bleh, I was a mess. Yeah. yeah. How'd, you, how'd you deal with that loss? Well, I mean, I obviously, I talked to my sponsor obviously about it. Yeah. Um, I immediately... like I, well, I normally pick him up for the meetings that we go to during the week. Yeah. Pretty much every day. Um, and he's adorable. Yeah. Every, everybody loves Larry. <laughs> oh, Larry. He's a, if you're, if you're listening, um, and you got this on the iTunes, uh, download, um, there was uh, a time where the podcast had started and it was just me. And then I took a break and then I, we, st- so go to our SoundCloud and you can actually hear, uh, an episode with Larry. I'd like to hear that episode actually. Yeah. How'd you mention it? Yeah, I'll send you a uh, I'll send you a link. Cool. <laughs> so um, I I went to go pick him up for the meeting that we normally go to, and he immediately could tell something was wrong with me. Yeah. He got in the car. And he's like, he looks at me, and he's like, "Okay, Rick, what's up?" And I just I just told him, you know, because there's no other other way to say it. Yeah. And you know, of course, you know, he you know was he said all the you know all the right things and helped me you know deal with it at that time um and it was funny too because uh it was we were heading to our the groovy tuesday meeting yeah and um i was the secretary at that point and i didn't have a leader at that point and he turns to me he's like why don't you lead today oh man and i'm like you know what i will (laughs) Woo! yeah Yeah. it it was heavy and i remember um at the meeting and I was sharing uh, and I, I shared about it and immediately one of our other friends like just burst into tears and had to leave the room because yeah. she was so shocked. It was bad. Because like obviously nobody had heard, nobody else had heard at that point. Um, and I was breaking the news to the meeting and it's like, geez, way to, wow. you know, Coming way in to be hot. the bearer of bad news, you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, and Good on you for like confronting it right away, though. That is, yeah, it it wasn't easy, believe yeah. me. But at the same time, it was good 
you know, for me to deal with it right then and there. Mm. Um, and, and that's not to say that obviously I was immediately over it that day. I mean, it took time for me to really get over it. Uh, A lot of tears were shed, of course. Um, but with everybody, you know, that I've met in the rooms and everybody that knew her as well, uh, you know, it was just the support that I got from all them was just so great. And and, I mean, it, it, it was funny. I got, it got to a point where I was like, okay, I get it. You know, I, you know, I I didn't, I almost didn't want to hear the, oh, I'm so sorry anymore. You know, I didn't want to hear all that anymore Mm because I'd Mm -hmm. been hearing it so much. I was just like, I, I, I understand that, you know, you're trying to, you know, give your condolences and try to help me through it too. But, you know, yeah, it, it got to be a little much after a while. It can know? be. It's one of those things. Um, I went to a a meeting. I, my previous home group in Long Beach, this woman died of cancer, and we the group took a they took a group conscience, and they were basically like, you know, we know we're not going to be able to go into this next meeting without addressing this in some way. And so they took a group conscience to have like a memorial almost in the meeting. We all lit candles and we all like shared stories and it kind of got everything out, but it can really, a lot of times when we're new, it's very hard to manage the emotions and how to show up for people. I wish that when people are falling apart, I always say that super sucks. How do you want me to show up for you? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's hard to know. And it's beautiful that you put yourself in the position. Because I was there that day. You put yourself in the position to really talk about it. But it can almost prolong the, like, prolong the sadness of yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Um, and it took a couple of weeks for people to kind of stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. But for some people, it takes more time. You no, know? Yeah, and it's, it's like... Yeah. It's one of those things where you really understand the second tradition where you don't, you really, there's no, there is a higher power over the meaning and you really don't have any control because it kind of, it just does, especially that meeting will do as it pleases. (laughs) (laughs) It will do it. There's a lot of very strong personalities there Mm -hmm. and they're going to feel and say what they're going to feel and say. Yeah, of course. So, you know, so I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I, um, I appreciate you sharing that because that was such a like gnarly time. Yeah, it really was. It really, really was. Yeah, for a lot and of people too. Co- and you've come out of it was almost a year ago, right? Yeah, it'll be a year, and, and it'll be a year since she passed uh, on December fifth. Yeah. yeah. And how did she pass again? It was an overdose. Overdose. Accident. Overdose. She relapsed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She was trying too. Man. Yeah, she was doing. She, was she really, coming off the bus, sweaty as shit, just yeah. like ah. I'm like, I made it. What made it so shocking, too, was the fact that she had almost a year clean at that point. Wow. She was sponsoring somebody, too. She just picked up a sponsee. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, no way to know how long she was using during that time. True. It might have just been a bad weekend. Yeah. I mean, I obviously won't go into the full story here, but from what I know, it was just one bad thing happened over that weekend. Yeah. And she went out one last time and didn't make it back. Yeah, it's cut, The disease is cunning. Yeah. Yep. How do you make decisions in your life and in your recovery? Well, you know, I 
having worked the steps, you know, it's um, it's put my it's put things in a new perspective for me. Actually, you know, now back before you know compared to before, um, because before you know I frankly didn't really give too much of a shit <laughs> when it came to a lot of things. You know, I was of the attitude that, oh, it'll just work itself out. Yeah. You know, but I know today that's not really the case. I mean, things do sometimes work out. It, yeah. Sometimes it happens. It's not completely out of the question. Yeah. But the thing is, if you want something to change, you got to make it happen. You know, you got to yeah. at least put in some kind of footwork to make that change happen. Yeah. You know. It's kind of why I tricked you to be on this podcast today. I didn't really no. trick you. I asked you because you want to you do voiceover work. That, this That's is the true. thing you yeah. want to do if yeah. you could do anything <laughs> in your life. If you could do anything in the world, We'd you want to do voice. This. Exactly. So I was like, well, then let's put that voice on a podcast. Let's start there. <laughs> I'll show you where the com- what the, com- the uh, equipment looks like and yeah. what the programs look like. And it's, it's, a, it's a great thing, you yeah. know, to like take a big risk. Mm-hmm. And now especially, too, with the fact that I am unemployed at the moment. I've got that extra time to kind of explore. <laughs> so Hollywood, holler at us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, hey. Listen to this, listen to this velvety voice. <laughs> the sweet sounds of Rick. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> there you go. There's your clip. <laughs> sometimes that's what happens too, is like something very big will happen and you have to make decisions around that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. You know, like, and a lot of those times you don't have enough time to make those decisions. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh man, I oh, do the next indicated thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at right now too. It's like, okay, what do I need to do next? What's the next right? What's the next right action? What's the next appropriate step I got to do? Yeah, you know. Whereas before, I would just, I would procrastinate until the point where I was in a crisis situation. Oh, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm sure. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Okay, you can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, you're smoking away the time. You're just yeah. like, smoke weed every day. Yeah. Just yeah. like, oh, wait, I got to do this thing. Oh, it's no. Like, oh, fuck. But yeah, no, today I, 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 I suit up and I show up. But... You know, got to throw in that little catchphrase. No, that's good, though. Um, <laughs> we need that. People need yeah. that. But someone's never someone listening to this podcast has never heard that before. No, so many people right. not in the program listen to this podcast. It's pretty great. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, can, can you can you take magic. It, can you take that line again with a little more confidence, yeah, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna prepare you for voice and, uh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, three, two. <laughs> I suit up and I show up. <gasps> yeah, oh, I gosh, think that's good. That's we're gonna print. we're gonna use that one. Okay. Print that. Sweet. Uh, there's. <laughs> no, yeah. So I, you know, today it's it's more of a okay. This is what I got to do. How am I going to get there? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What, um, what have you learned about yourself that has been the most surprising thing you've learned so far? Hmm. The most surprising thing I've learned about myself. Well, I guess it would probably have to be how, oh, that's a really good question. I really got to think about that for a second. Um. Hmm. We keep the pauses in. By the way, I love it when I I love it when people get so quiet. When there's like, 
when there's pauses in meetings, you know how people start flipping out when there's silence. Yeah, like, in uh, okay, I, I'll share. I yeah, I was <laughs> because that's that somebody told me early on that that's the that's uh, the group's higher power. That's the the god of the group uh, allowing somebody to share who might not have had the courage. Hmm. Like or just that. or just making it so the most talkative person could be like, well, I got this. You know what I mean? Either way. <laughs> Pretty much. But <laughs> I want to talk about our, my, I can't. <laughs> There's a guy in our meeting. There's a guy named Guy mm-hmm. who looks just like Guy Fieri. No guy. Oh, <laughs> What a treasure. Oh, he's a funny treasure of a man. True. He's a sweet man. He's a sweet man. Mm. Yeah. He is. He is a good guy. He's a good he's dude. A Means very well. Very knowledgeable about yes. all things. Oh, yeah. All things program related. Yeah. That Especially is true. cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he can cook. I hope he can cook. Oh, my uh, God. I hope so, too. I want to Triple like, fried buffalo wings. <laughs> exactly. He's a, he's a sweet, sweet man. But once I realized that, I was like, I, this is just this is just for me. This is just, and then I leaned over and I was like, okay, maybe for Rick too. <laughs> and now for the podcast. <laughs> and go. And go. <laughs> no, so the most surprising thing I've learned about myself. Well, honestly, I guess is how resourceful I can be. Yeah. Hey. You know when it when it comes down to it, you know, um, if I need to get something done, it'll happen. Nice. You know, because, um, again, going back to what I said before, I would kind of just let things happen yeah. or wait for them to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's today it's that's not the case. You know, I I think about like, OK, like what's going on right now with me being unemployed? OK, it happened two days ago. Right. Um, I already fixed up my resume, applied to six different jobs today. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, I'm, I'm doing what I got to do, you know, and I, I, I don't just wait for something to happen anymore. You yeah. Know? I don't wait for it to like, okay, the universe is going to take care of me. <laughs> oh no. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, it's not. That's like the biggest misnomer in our fucking generation. The universe is, no, universe doesn't give a fuck about you. If you do take, if you do do the work, you'll never go without. There I've you go. I've never that, gone without. Yes. Yeah. I've never gone without. That's the, that's the truth of it. Yeah. If you put in the effort, you'll see the results. Exactly. Yeah. Then it comes in. You got to do something though. Like people sitting yeah. around with their crystals. I may or may not have a few crystals in my life. (laughs) But you do the work and you you power the crystals. Here's the thing I don't 100% believe in the crystals, but I also don't. This guy, the other day, I was doing my joke about having the benign tumors in my Mm -hmm. tummy, and he um, gave me a book about how carrots cure cancer. Oh, geez. Which is hilarious. But if you look in that refrigerator, there is carrot juice, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Just in yeah. case. Hey, you never I got know. some crystals, just in case. You, you should put know. the crystals carrots, in the carrot juice. Just shake it up. <laughs> Crystal that carrot little, juice. Because why not? Who knows? Sure. Get a little holy water. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll try all the things. Mm-hmm. Sleep on a boiled egg. And <laughs> sleep on a boiled egg. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, that's right, though. Just, it, you know, the whole, like, uh, faith without action is dead. You're. You're taking the right steps forward and to have a clear head and to realize how resourceful you can be is incredibly empowering. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like a lot of people, when they don't know how to deal with certain things, they do sit there and wait for things to get better. Yeah. They stay in whatever area of their life they're in that they're not happy with because they're like, I don't know this. I can't do things without this. I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and big thing, too, is knowing when to ask for help. Ooh. When you need it. Oh, yeah, that's Jesus. the hardest one. Yeah. That's, that's my Achilles right there. Baby. Yeah. I mean, I was I would never ask for any kind of help, even if I really desperately needed it. I would I would always try to figure out the situation myself. But that's another thing. When today I do. I ask for help when I need it. If I don't yeah. know what to do, I'll call my sponsor and be like, uh, hey, uh, what should I do here? Or I'll talk to another addict, you know, somebody yeah. in the program. Ask them, like, hey, wh- wh- what do I do here? I don't know. I- I'm clueless. <laughs> Just help. help. I have to run help. all my ideas past people. I was talking to my, mm-hmm. my friend in the program, and I got in this vacuum. My sponsor is a housewarming gift, gave me a very nice vacuum. Well, I can't very use nice. it because the, um, the power cord broke. The second I plugged it in mm. and I was like, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Target. I check to see if they have it. I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to switch it and then I'm going to return it. And oh, I was no. like, what kind of crazy <laughs> dope fiend lunatic idea? And I just said it out loud to my friend. He goes, you know, he just laughed for a really long time. And then he goes, <laughs> you know, you could just call the manufacturer and they'll probably send you a new one. Yeah. yeah Cause you're like, I don't want to bother too many people. This well, is like, like my I don't own thing. Deal with yeah. it. Like, like yeah, my yeah. brain was like the most effective thing to do would be illegal. Yeah, yeah, and you <laughs> would end up losing day. money. To yeah. this day, I was like, "Why would I do that? Why would I? Why would I do that?" Oh, I love doing illegal shit, man. No. That's just the best because I feel like I'm getting away with so much it's all on my so own, bad. and it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing ever. Because of course, you, you can go to jail. That's fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad time. So, <laughs> what do you? <laughs> Definitely not what I'd call a good time. No, do you? What is, um, okay, the most surprising thing, what would you say your level of honesty is, like, in your world? Um, I would definitely say it's, I'm not gonna, I gotta be honest. Here. Oh, I love it. Here I love go. it. It's not 100%. Okay. How it's so? Not, is it, like, when somebody's like, hey, do I have spinach in my teeth? And you're like, no, you don't. I can't <laughs> tell you. Or is it, like... No, or something like that. It'd be like, yeah, you gotta get, th- you gotta get to take care of that. Isn't that's like, just gross. Hey, does this mm-hmm. outfit make me look fat? And then oh, you know, there's no, no good answers. There's no right answer there's for no that right one. Answers. Of course not. There's no right answers. Are you kidding me? Oh god. That's <laughs> 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 just a terrible example. Um, no, but I, I am, I would say I am, I am honest about pretty much everything. Um, Zero to one hundred. What would you say? Zero to one hundred percentage wise. Uh, honestly, I'd probably say like ninety five. What? That's pretty good, man. That's an A. Maybe ninety. Yeah, ninety. 90 okay, to still still respectable. 90 okay, to you keep it ninety. Yeah. Keep it ninety. Yeah. <laughs> keep it ninety. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. Ninety is pretty solid. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I I really don't hide. There's really nothing to hide, really. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Um. So refreshing. It is really refreshing, to be perfectly honest. I keep using that damn word. But 90. Uh, you know, it's it's really freeing. Yeah. You know, not to have to, you know, craft all these lies anymore. Oh, oh God. Man. 
that was like half the more than half the work yeah. <laughs> of lying. You know, had to come up with this elaborate story just to back up your lie. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like, why? Why? Why do all that work? Yeah, when I was in college, I used to work weekends at the hospital. Weekends. And one day I woke up late because I was out partying all night and I showed up to work on a Saturday and they were like, hey, Alex, what's going on? There's like, I worked in the ICU mm. and I was working as the clerk there. And they're like, Alex, where were you? And my instinct was to say, oh, I had to take my mom to the post office. The post office. Mm-hmm. There you go. The super emergency that is the U.S. Postal Service. Exactly. Of Instead of the ICU where people are dying. I'm like, no, it's my mom's fault. And I could only take her to the post office on a Saturday. That was ridiculous. Mm. I could have just said I woke up late. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm not the bad guy. Nope. Right. Exactly. My mom is. <laughs> yep. It's all mom's fault. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> the... um. What would you say has been your most, like, how do you deal with fear and anxiety? Hmm. Good. Good. Um, you know, a big part of dealing with uh, fear and anxiety for me is, uh, I don't do it all as that often, but when those situations arise, you know, I, I pray a little bit, honestly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And it's not like I sit there, I, I don't necessarily get on my knees or do all that. I'll just sit there and I'll be like, hey, higher power. I, I choose to call my higher power God. Yeah. I'm like, hey, God. You know, and I kind of I kind of have like a little conversation with him, with yeah. myself. Yeah, with my yeah, yeah, power, yeah. You know, and I, I tell I say, I talk about what's going on in my head because that's mainly where it rents space. You know the stuff I'm afraid of or have anxiety about, um, and just first of all, just talking about it kind of takes some of the fear and anxiety out of it. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of then I turn to the third step. You know how you know turn my will, my life over to the care of uh, my higher power, um, and realize that you know, okay, I don't feel so great about all this right now, but my higher power's got my back. You know, it's not necessarily going to give me what I want, you know, but it'll give me it'll give me what I need or it'll put me where I need to be, you know. And um, another good thing is just just running it by my sponsor. Right. You know, just be like, hey, uh, this is what's going on. Help. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and with uh, with Larry, I mean, geez, he. I don't. He's never given me any bad advice. Never. No. He, he just doesn't. Not. I don't. I don't think it's in his bones to give good no. bad advice. To no. give bad advice. No. <laughs> you know, he doesn't know how. Um, nice batting a thousand over there, Larry. Yeah. His movie he, recommendations always on point. Book recommendations always on point. Exactly. He's just exactly. this delightful man. Yeah. Just and, wants to and don't get feed me, his don't cats get me wrong, and read though. his books. <laughs> he's not perfect. He has no. his issues too. Yeah, we all do. And I've seen him sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of funny to see him act out on his character defects sometimes, um, but that's, that's something for another for that's another, another, yeah, shade, another shade being thrown on the Twelve Questions podcast. <laughs> no, you heard it here. I had a sponsor tell me she's like, "Be aware of your sponsor's defects, so you know where their gray areas are." Sure. So mm-hmm. where there's going to be moments where you're like, eh, "I don't know," if, 
Maybe yeah. I should ask somebody else about mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. to like sponsor split, but mm-hmm. to like know that your sponsor's a person and that exactly. they do have They're defects. just a human too. Just a regular human person. They're another addict, just like us. Just like us. Yep. <laughs> Doing their best. And to yeah. cherry cherry exactly. pick your advice. What works? Not, not cherry. No, well, yeah, that's it, but like if you cherry more, pick, then that's going to lead to destruction. Yeah, but. more just realizing that like your sponsor isn't a god; mm-hmm. they're just a yeah, person. They aren't the end all best. be all right. of yeah. your recovery. I mean, yes, yeah. they more than likely should know a little bit more than you about. It always be their like experience. Ninety-eight percent correct. Like, and the, but there's like two, yeah. there's usually something where you're like, oh. Well, you don't know that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh. And to be okay with it. But yeah. I know somebody yeah. does, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or a really good sponsor will say, you know, I don't have any experience with that, but blank yeah. blank does. Mm. And you should ask them. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something I've had to say. A yeah, me times. too. Like, yeah. I don't know stuff about yeah. child protective services or <laughs> like. Takes a village. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yep. What is your uh, most surprising character defect? Like, what was the one where you were like, I didn't think I had that? Mm. Besides your sexy voice. <laughs> yeah. That's an asset, <laughs> Alex. Ugh. Exactly. It's a double-edged sword, I tell uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um my most surprising character defect, huh? Um, you know, I'm not really sure because the character defects that I that I that I know I've acted out on, I I know that I acted you know out on them. I knew yeah, about you're them. You're aware, like uh, like my anger when I get angry. Well, I don't want to say it was my most surprising because I've. I've seen myself when I get like when I hit that wall of yeah. super angry, you know, and it's like it's it's just done. Um, you see red. Oh yeah, I see red. I I, I see every I see every freaking color when it comes. To <laughs> I mean, the red is just, you know. But um, um, my jealousy was one that kind of surprised me a little, little bit. I would say. Um, that's a big one yeah because i found myself like in relationships for one you know a lot of times i would get how should i put this um i would get upset at the fact let's say that this girl didn't want as much as I want to hang out with her. Yeah. Uh, you know. Addicts in love. That's mm. the best part because we show up and we're like, hey, we're going to spend every day together. <laughs> 45 days <laughs> until you can't stand the sound of me chewing. <laughs> double down on everything. Exactly. Yeah. Be, I'm going to be the perfect person. How dare you not want to hang out with yeah. me? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Uh, you know, I can't. Yeah. I don't necessarily know. I can't yeah, really say that there was be. anything that really no, surprised me about my character defects because no, they no were all they were all kind of there, and I kind of was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. How do you experience <laughs> forgiveness? Hmm. How do I experience forgiveness? Um. 
Well, big part of that was forgiving myself. Yeah. Actually. Not necessarily other people. Because, you know, I realized that a lot of the shit that I pulled while I was getting you, when I was getting loaded, um, was really my own fault. You know, of course, at the time, I was like, oh, no, that's there. That they, that my boss fucked me over. Or uh, this bitch did this. You know, the, mm-hmm. it was always somebody else did something to me. Yeah. You know, and then later on, you know, having done, going through the fourth step and, you know, talking about it with my sponsor, fifth. Um, and then, you know, later on, too, going over the character defects in six and seven, I just was like, yee. Like, yeah, I did that. Mm. That wasn't anybody else, really. And, uh, you know, and at first, I was like, oh, shit. You know, I was kind of a shitty person. No. You know, I kind of got all down on myself for a minute. But then I realized, you know, after, again, with my sponsor's guidance, um, I learned that, you know, one, that stuff is in the past. You can't change it. It already happened. Mm-hmm. No sense in really worrying about it anymore. Uh, here's a nice little quote from my, uh, my sponsor's sponsor, actually. Ooh. He said, it's fine to take a trip down memory lane. I like I I can I can do that all the time. I can do that whenever I want. But I'd never want to buy a house there. Whoa, I love that. Wow. Right. So he's talking about Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Note to self. Yeah. Um, but no, it's about, you know, there's no point in living in the past. You know, you can't change it. it yeah. Just, yeah. You have to learn to just say, you know what? It happened. Okay, yeah, I regret that it happened, but I'm not going to let it affect me today or from now on. Yeah. You know, so I learned to forgive myself for a lot of the crap that I pulled for that. And having done that, you know, took this ton of bricks off my shoulders, you know, yeah. it made me, and that made it, that made it easier to forgive other people. Oh, yeah. When I felt like, they did something that wasn't, you know, wasn't cool. I'll just say it like that. Yeah. Um, you know. Damn, you're such a nice guy, man. I can see how you're so tough on yourself because you're so nice to everybody. But when you turn the mirror on yourself, you're just like, oh, fucking guy, come on. <laughs> yeah. That's when, like, person. some of the anger comes out. Yeah, you're a super yeah. nice guy. And I feel, feel like that can really take a toll mm-hmm. on yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man, yeah. I, believe, I mean, believe me, for the longest time, I felt like because I was so nice, because I am so nice, yeah, that people would take advantage of that mm-hmm. and just trample all over me and be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. we can, we can get away with it because he's so nice; he's not going to get mad." But you What's know, speaking now, up for yourself, yeah, exactly. That's you know, now I'm more like, eh, you know what? No, not so cool. Yeah, I'm working on that codependency real hard right now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Sounds like you got a... Uh, going to Al-Anon, yeah. seeing a therapist, <laughs> working in a workbook. It's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely not a little. <laughs> underneath the nice people mm-hmm. that you meet in the in the day is a is a river of anger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Just like, just like, <laughs> <"Ugh!"> like <laughs> just like, no. Yeah, that good old river of rage. Yeah, that's that's great because that sounds like you're uh, also a people pleaser like myself. 
Oh yeah, oh, that's a, that's a, if I had to talk to Anna like specifically about that thing. We've had like <laughs> lunch over this, yeah. and I'm like, what is this big fucking thorn in my side? Oh, it's, it looks like a people pleaser thorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just, that it's just manipulation. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Just trying to manipulate outcomes in yep. people. Yeah. And then you, you you get the value back in yourself too. Mm-hmm. That's part of the work is right. to find your backbone. Mm-hmm. Cause man, we it gets lost. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, speaking of the people pleasing thing, I mean, I always, always put everybody else before me, and I was like, as long as you're happy, then I'm happy. Oh man, you know, oh god, oh god. <laughs> oh. oh fuck! That got me in so much okay? trouble. Are you okay? Are you okay? Hey, are you okay? That's... I'm okay. I as long as as long yeah. as you're okay, I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. Actually, I'm we're all okay. Are you guys okay? Because I'm okay. Okay, we're all okay. Are, are you listeners all okay? Because we're all okay. We're all okay. okay out there. We're all okay. 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 There's. How would you? Um, how? Uh, what was your weirdest amends? Aside from the one that you got that wasn't very good. God bless her. Well, God bless the, her pointy little head. That wasn't a good one. Right. Yeah. Huh. Well. Or just most The most, I guess kind of the most awkward one for me was when I actually went to make an amends to an old boss of mine. Oh. Yeah, employers are the hard ones. Yeah. I was not sure how that was going to go. I'm sorry I ate all the bagels. <laughs> sorry I stole money at the register. I, just, I was eating the dog treats. Sorry it was I was a bad such time. an angry motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so I go in there and I sit down. I have some lunch. Um, and this was at a restaurant, by okay. the way. And uh, so I'm sitting there and I, I ask one of my friends who was still working there. Uh, I asked her, I was like, oh, hey, is, uh, you know, Stacy still around? She was the general manager of this place. Oh. So I'm like, is Stacy around today? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No biggie. But if tell her that, you know, I'd, I'd like to talk to her. She's got a did minute. Did you write it out beforehand? Did you write it out and go over it with your sponsor? I did. You did? I yeah. Did. Hey. Old school. Old yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> Index cards in hand and all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I didn't have them with me when I was there because I had practiced the whole thing. I was like, I knew, I knew exactly what I was going to say. Off book. Yeah, exactly. So when I got there and she sat down with me, she's like, oh, hey, how's it going? All friendly and everything because we didn't leave things on good terms between the two of us. Yeah. Um, not that they were so horrible, but they weren't good either. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so fast forward to making this amends. I'm sitting with her and I talked to her and I was like, I started talking. I was like, hey, listen, you know, I'm here today uh, because I... I want to let you know that I really regret the way that I acted when I was employed here. Mm. Um, And, you know, it's, I said I was far from a model employee. um, And I, I just came out and said it as I, and it was mainly because of the fact that I was using a lot of drugs at the time. Um, And I'm not going to say that that's the only reason I acted mm-hmm. the way I did, but it played a very big part in it. Um, and, you know, and I told her, I, I said everything I needed to say. I got it out, and I was like, on the inside, I was like, Phew. you know, okay, I got it all out. Mm-hmm. Then I'm sitting there waiting for her reaction. And I was, I was really surprised because not only did she say 
that she appreciated me coming in and telling her all that. She also said that she admired me for coming in and saying all that because it must have taken a lot of courage to admit all yeah. that. Mm. And then she proceeded to tell me that some of her family members were dealing with addiction as well. Oh, man. And it how was not her first event. Yeah. She knew what you were about. Uh-huh. That's yeah. so yeah. great. And then, then we were talking more and more about it and everything, and it, it just ended up super cool. Yay. And I went in there being like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> How's this going to happen? How's yeah. this going to go? But it ended up being probably one of the best events I made. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. What, um, okay, uh, how do you do this on a day-to-day basis? I kind of have an idea because I know you, but how do you do it? Right. Um, well, my main, the, one of the major things I do is I go to a meeting every day. Every day still? Every day. Every Bro. day. How well, except for have... Sundays. That's the one day I don't go to a how, meeting. How long do you have clean now? A little over three years and two wow. months. Every day. Wow. Yep. Uh, that's why you're so serene. Mm-hmm. That's why Sometimes you're too. Maximum chill. Yeah. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Indeed. Wow. Your honesty's on 90, but your chill's on 100. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, and, the, and the one day I don't go to a meeting is the, one, is the day I do my one-on-one with my sponsor. Of course. Oh, so wow. it's like wow. I'm still going to a meeting, even though I'm technically not at a meeting. Yeah. Freaking Navy SEAL of sobriety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Because you have like how many sponsy brothers? Like a oh god, it feels like an army. I can't the army of Larry all. is is <laughs> vast. It's vast. The army of Larry, I love exactly. it. Exactly, <laughs> it's like a little like a the legionnaires or something. It's like <laughs> funny because it's true. Super calm dudes, just like yeah, sitting I, up front paying attention. I not talking to me. Don't even just know how good. many there are. The League a of billion. Extraordinary Sober there, Men. There could very well be. A billion. Yep. It's great. Wow. I've even That's got great. a few sponsee sisters. I, yeah. So, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, oh, God. <laughs> and the thing is, that's what I love. Part of what I love about him is because he has the time, because he's retired, that he can't he can yeah. have all these sponsees. Yeah. He can do it. And he's more than willing to do it if he can. Yeah. That's the thing. That's one of the things I love about him. Yeah, that's a that's such a great way to spend your retirement, just to go around helping people and yeah. doing a different kind of work. Yeah, you leave a legacy because oh yeah, not yeah. all jobs leave you legacies, right? Or help right. you leave legacies, but to really work with people in your time off, and you know, I heard this recently: time in therapy is time well spent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's doing good work. I bet you he sleeps like a baby every night. Oh God, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes at the end of the meeting, never yeah. during. Never during. All falls during. during. No. He he falls. I've asleep. done that too. Yeah. I've dozed off. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's a good nap. It's yeah. a good nap. You wake up and they're doing just for today. You're like, oh, yeah. everyone's oh, laughing no. at you. Newcomers are like, hmm, is that guy on something? It's very funny. Look at that loser. <laughs> yeah. Can't hang, bro. You can't hang. Yeah. There's um. Okay. So, what's your relationship with your higher power like? Um. It's good. I will say it's not really where I would like it to be, though. I need to work on it. Nice. Not How that so? it's not that it's bad. How There's so? like a bad relationship in there. It's just that it's not as strong as I think I'd like it to be. Hmm. Um, Do you have like a reference point in your own recovery where it was stronger? Mm, I guess probably like right at the very beginning when I 
like first fully surrendered to this and like when I shared that story about yeah. how I got into recovery in the first place, what kind of sparked it anyway, um, you know, the fact that I didn't injure myself any worse or anybody else, obviously. Yeah. That's, I knew that that was, that had to be my higher power looking out yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it. Um, so, you know, at first I could I, I guess, you know, when I first started working the steps, um, and I first, you know, when I first did the second step, you know, uh, opening up to the idea that there's something out there greater than me that's looking out for me. Yeah. You know, um, well, you've grown since then. I have, but I don't really pray as much. I don't want to say as much as I'd like. Because I don't even know how much I like him to. <laughs> um, but I know that I, I, I just kind of have this feeling that my relationship with my higher power could be a bit stronger yeah. than it is at the moment. Interesting. Not that it's, not that it's bad, a bad relationship in mm-hmm. any way. Um, it's just not quite fully there. Can I offer you some experience? Please. I've had ups and downs with the higher power thing and the one thing i can really say for myself is that as i live and experience my life as i take risks as i make choices um good bad or indifferent i give my higher power the opportunity to speak and to be influential but if i hide if i don't do something if i i spent a good six years of my recovery not not really doing a lot Mm. and when I do that, I ironically shut myself off from the experience of my higher power because I have to experience the world to experience my higher power. That's all I know. Hmm. And I got to a point in my recovery too where I was just like, oh, it's a higher power of like my understanding, but that doesn't mean I have to understand all of it. Right. You know, I can just experience it as it, as it occurs mm-hmm. and process that and kind of develop a higher understanding as I go. Mm. It doesn't have to be like a thing that I'm constantly, but I can feel when I'm plugged in and when I'm not plugged in. Mm-hmm. Like when my anxiety is really high, I'm not plugged in. Mm-hmm. When I'm in pain, I have a really hard time feeling plugged in. And um, it's sort of like as comics, you know, when you're on stage and you're just like, oh, the set's going to be. Like I had a I had a firecracker of a set last mm-hmm. night, like, and you can feel it. You're like, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm about to hit a home run. And then you shit the bed. Well, sometimes. <laughs> no. And, but when you you know when it happens, you're like, oh yeah, I'm really like in tune with what I can do right now. Very true. Yeah, you know I, mean? I see that. I guess maybe not the assumption. It's just being present to like the possibility of that good set. It's mm-hmm. the same thing of being present to the possibility of of a higher power. Mm-hmm. Like I had a sponsor tell me like she prays for, um, she prays for to experience her higher power in a day, not mm. necessarily to understand mm. her higher powers. will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Okay. And to I piggyback, I really struggled yeah. with that for a long time. Mm. And to piggyback off of that, where I've seen my relationship with my higher power really activate is just like in daily good deeds. Mm. And I know that's, a tricky part because you're like wait i'm working on my people pleasing thing but i'm over here 
doing good deeds for everybody every day. But when you do balance, it without yeah. expectation, exactly, then it's a good yeah. deed. Absolutely. The minute right. you're like, I expected you to be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where's it's, my thank you? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I had that happen the other day. I was, what? Going through, I was going through a door at the gym and I was kind of out of it. I was having a weird day and I was kind of out of it. I was looking at my phone and this guy held open the door. And right as I was about to turn and say, you're welcome or thank you, he just shouted, you're welcome. Wow. And dropped the door behind me, and I was like, "Wow, yikes!" I turned around, like, "I don't owe you that." Yeah, you did a thing. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it was a weird moment to me. I was yeah. like, uh, "And you know what? I was a little rude at the time, but it wasn't personal. I just yeah. did." He just he made it personal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm. or it's like when you let somebody turn left when it's mm-hmm. really really hard to turn left. Oh, that never happens. I don't let that happen. That's where the talking about. That's where the people pleasing that. stops. I'm like, you're a cunt for wanting to turn left over three fucking lanes. You need to go up a block like all of us Americans do. See, okay. I'm an aggressive <laughs> mediocre driver, so oh. people maybe a little on the low end, like a less than average oh, driver. No, I'm, I'm j- not gonna say a bad driver, <laughs> less than average. So like when people like people roll down their window and been like hey you need to wait in line like everyone else and i'll just roll down my window very calmly and say i'm sorry i wasn't aware that the line started five blocks ago i really i didn't know it was going to turn into this man and like you can yell that's fine but i just want you to know i hope you have a good day and i just wasn't aware like yeah, see i just give him a thumbs up <laughs> yeah i like what, like yeah. twice in one week i just explained to somebody who took the time to roll down the window and yell at me to be like wow i took wow. the time to be like Hey man, I wasn't aware, and mm. you seem very angry. Yikes! Is it, are you having a good day? No. And I just started like pep talking strangers. In traffic. Wow! I'm lucky I'm not there dead. That's Cause funny. Because yeah. one guy, he's he gets done yelling at me, and then he goes, "I always have a good day." And he, rolls, <laughs> he rolls up the window, <laughs> and I was like, "My days are flawless." Exactly. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna be very late to my first pickup <laughs> because this guy is never gonna let me in. Like he's oh just." My God. I did, and then there was a part of me I had to check. I, here was my one rueful part. I took a picture because it was a work truck. I took mm-hmm. a picture of the truck. And oh, I was good. Like, oh, okay. I was like, this could be a very ugly Yelp review. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. Hold these douches accountable. But Jeez. then I was like, no, it's ah, fine. Let it go. I, I, I literally ran it by my sponsor. She's like, let it go. It's yeah. a real silly thing. It's a silly thing. I was like, I want to speak to your manager. Like, that's a crazy uh, thing. <laughs> I've had that almost exact instance happen. This guy in this uh, a wagon won't let me in traffic. And I'm like inching my way in traffic safely, mind you. We're in a big city, so I expect everyone to be on big city mode. You're an Uber and Lyft driver, too. I am. So driving is your... Like, yeah, it's my shit. You know, I'm like Jason Statham in these streets, man. <laughs> I am I am inching my way into traffic and naturally, someone would just drift back if there's enough space and just let you in. I had at least half a car length. This guy speeds up and I roll down my window. and Well, he rolls down his window first. And I'm like, okay, Gary, here we go. Let's talk to this guy mm-hmm. really nicely. And I rolled down my window. And he was like, what the fuck is your problem? And I was like, dude, you're not just going to let me in? 
And he goes, obviously, I fucking cannot. And I was Aww. like, wow. And I looked in his back seat. You both just needed a hug. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. I looked in his back seat, and there's two kids, and his wife is like has her head down in shame. And I was like, wow, father of the year over here. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're lucky you're not dead. Yeah, I'm lucky I didn't get stabbed with a tricycle. You know, like just whatever. <laughs> and then he was just like, his wife just gave me this look like, yeah, he beats me. And I like, I don't oh, know. Okay. It was, oh, no. yeah, I saw all these different looks. And I was like, I got you bitch you're like yeah roasted Oh, oh wow. Alex! We, yeah, so so oh, I let, need to call my sponsor. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I need to do a ten step. Took a picture of his license plate. Oh my <laughs> kidding, god! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> so how would you? Okay, so we've reached the twelfth question. Oh boy! What Hello. Do wanna, what do you want to share with other people? You know what I mean? Like, hmm. what do you want to? What do you want to like? tell another person i also love that i just discovered while recording this podcast that my apartment building is in a noise corridor i have no oh yeah how would somebody (laughs) shower in my apartment but not in my apartment right now yeah Yeah. it happens i have the same deal in my building yeah Yeah. um well okay you know i can tell you this much for being clean for the time that I've been clean now. My life is way... It's it's just way better um, in general. I mean, are things perfect? Of course not. You know, are there certain things I'd like to change that I know that I could change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I just have to put in the work to change them. Um, you know, if you're struggling, you know, and you're not sure if, you know, if like, say you're, you know, say you've just started going to meetings and you're not sure if this is really your thing. Um, cause like I said before, I never thought of myself as an addict before I got yeah. here, you know, and it, it's funny, you know, we we're talking about it earlier. I always pictured myself. Um, as going into a, uh, into a meeting, into a 12 step meeting, being just like Dave Chappelle in Days to Confused. Not Days to Confused. In um, um, Half Baked. Half Baked. Thank you, yes. In Half Baked, where he's at a meeting and he's they ask him, Oh, what are you here for? And he's like, Oh, marijuana. And they all like start booing him off the stage. Like, Boo this man. <laughs> Boo. Get off the stage. That's one of my favorite movies. By I, love, I love, yeah, love that movie. movie. Clappa Zabba, you my only friend. Uh, Yes, I said that to somebody the other day, and they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "You need to get your '90s Chappelle in check." <laughs> yep. Yeah, what are you doing? How right dare now? you? So, and I, I always had this image of myself as as him in that in that in so exact cute. moment, you know. But I've come to realize that again, as I said earlier, it's not about the specific drug that got you to where you are, where you were. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about where it took you, the feelings it made you feel, the, um, the basically the rock bottom that it took you to, you know, and if I can tell you anything, um, that by just being more honest, more open-minded, and more willing to try something different that 
you owe it to yourself to do that. Yeah. Uh, because the worst thing that can happen is nothing. Yeah. And you can keep doing what you're doing. You can be sad, miserable forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we say in the rooms, you can always have your misery refunded to you. Yes. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to lie. There were some good times when I was using. There were. Yeah. yeah. You know, we all had them. But the thing was, for me anyway, because you know, I can only speak for myself, is that it started off that way. It started off kind of fun. But by the time I really, you know, I had that accident and things were just fairly shitty at that point, um, I realized that it wasn't fun anymore. It just yeah. wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It was something I had to do. Mm. You know? It's like if I didn't do it, then my day would just be completely fucked up. Yeah. Or uh. thought, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I know now that, you know, I don't need any of that stuff to make my life better. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't really in the end. Yeah. Um, my life today is, is, is better, you know, and I owe that to working this program and sticking it out, you know, um, I'm I'm just uh, I'm glad that I really decided to do this honestly um, because you know right at this specific moment my life isn't exactly where I thought it would be <laughs> right never is but, yeah right. But the thing but is, again, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think like this is the saying. beginning of something new. When you really get to ask yourself, "What do I want to be when I grow up?" Yeah, and yeah, it's important. It is. That's how it I became is. a comic. Like it's yeah. like it's like, mm, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, and that's where I am at this point. You yeah, know, I'm at the point like, what do I really want to do? Yeah. It's like, don't get me wrong, I I enjoyed what I the work I was doing. Um, is it something I want to be doing the rest of my life? No. That's going to be hard on your back and your knees. I've seen mm-hmm. 60, 65 year old bartenders. They're not happy people. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. You know, Nope. it's time. Maybe it's a go back to school situation. Yeah. Possibly. You know, like there's, there's a lot out there for you, man. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing too, because I'm clean, have that opportunity. Yeah, you can make all those mm-hmm. choices. I can. I don't have to, you know, stick myself in that pity pot. Yeah. Anymore, mm-hmm. you know, I can. No say, pun intended. Yeah. Hey. Very true. I didn't catch that. But um, I have that opportunity now to really figure out and do mm-hmm. what I want. I love it. You know. I love it. Where can if. Where can people find you? Do you have like a Twitter handle or anything? I do not. You don't? I love it. Hey guys, if mm-hmm. you have, if you want to get hold of Rick, you want to book him 
for your sweet, sweet voiceover gigs. Mm-hmm. You have ideas of where he should go to like get that started. You want a voicemail recorded? Do you want a voicemail recorded? Like he's Carl <laughs> Castle on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> <laughs> then you you uh, hit up myself or Alex and we'll get a hold of Rick. That's what we'll do. Damn right, we will. Um, you can find me at Anna V is Fun on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Dapper Duong. That's D A P P E R D U O N G on all social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex, if no one's told you today, I just want you to know that I love you. Hey, right, love you too, Anna. Yeah. And this is awkward. Oh, we just had an awkward like. <laughs> yeah, like, like she reached out to me, like she was, you know. We were like, and then we just like, oh. And then we spaghettied our fingers together, yeah, and it's just uh, oh, like two octopi fighting. God. And then Rick, <laughs> if, if no one's told you today, I just want you to know that I love you. Hey, love you too, Rick. If you're listening I love you guys too. Thank you. If you're listening to this podcast and no one said it today, we love you. Have a good one. Bye.